0: Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast, helping you think, work, and create like never before. Hey, friends, it's Ryan Frank. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Chat with Ryan Frank. So glad you're here. I'm joined by my friend, Larry Fowler. Good morning, Larry. Good morning, Ryan. Thanks for being here. If you're watching today on Facebook or YouTube or listening on the podcast, I want to thank you. For tuning in. Uh, We are in for a treat in our coffee chat today. Um, Larry and his wife Diane have created an amazing ministry um, and definitely not alone but with the help of some great people called the Legacy Coalition that you'll hear about in a little bit. Larry and I first met when Larry was working with the Ministry of Awana. Larry how many years ago do you think that was you and I first met? I bet it's been at least 15. I
1: I don't know at least 15
0: maybe close to 20. Maybe 20. Maybe 20. I mean you were you were just a young guy. I was a young guy. Larry had a head full of hair. I mean it was just it did you have a head full of hair back then? I don't remember. Uh, Well not a head full but a little more than I have now. Larry and I immediately struck up a friendship and the Lord is has graciously allowed us to be friends all these years and we've been able to serve together at Awana and we always try to figure out what can we do to support each other's ministries I really believe in what Larry is doing excited Um, Larry's written several books Larry you've written so many books for the children's ministry community if nobody's ever read a Larry Fowler book and somebody was like I've got the budget to buy one Larry Fowler book what one book would you say they really need to buy and read?
1: Well, probably Rock Solid Kids. Uh, it's it's it was the first one, and I still consider it kind of a real foundational book for figuring out how you do children's ministry. Um, I've I've always had the the thought that Scripture ought to be the designer of children's ministry, not just the content, and that's really what that book is about: is helping us to identify pastors passages in scripture that would inform us on how to do children's ministry
0: yeah and it's such a great is that the book where one of your one of your books you have a chapter on gender balance in children's ministry that you do a great job with that that's the second
1: one and when so when I wrote rock solid kids I you know I, I put in there every passage I could think of but what often happens happen you know i got the book out and then i started thinking of other passages ah this ought to impact too and and so the second one is rux all the children's ministry and yeah that the gender balance passage is really about getting men as many men to be involved in children's ministry as you have ladies yeah and uh, uh, bringing a gender balance to children's ministry which is which is so needed because it's it's out of whack and needs to be
0: it is its in the name of the second book again is rock, rock solid, solid children's children's ministry. ministry um these are both great books rock solid kids rock solid children's ministry um larry and i could we could have a whole nother conversation around gender balance in your children's ministry i wonder if you really took a role of your children's ministry leaders on sunday how many women do you have how many men now i'm thankful for the women because you women are the backbone of children's ministry. You really are, but we all recognize we need more men and Larry does a great job addressing that in his book, Rock's Hall, Children's Ministry. Um, Larry, probably my favorite book that you wrote, I don't know if it's my favorite as much as it really was an eye-opener for me, was uh, raising a modern day Joseph. Boy, that was a yeah. good one. Um,
1: yeah, and and uh, I, you know, scripture is just so amazing, isn't it? And and the story of Joseph is not only a wonderful story that probably anybody involved in children's ministry loves, you know, we all love that story, yeah. but there's so much in that story to, to help us. And and that, that particular one um, is about helping parents to be more intentional and, and focused in, yeah. in the spiritual training of their kids. Uh, to have a target, it's pretty easy to have an educational target because school systems give us targets to, to go for. But when there's no target in children's ministry, you end up kind of floundering. It's like, what are we aiming for here? Uh, and I'm speaking of parents more than of those in children's ministry.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, Parents need a target. That's it. Um, Larry, so many of our conversations over the years have been around children's ministry, um, church parent partnership, but it seems like the last few years when we talk that shifted our conversations from church parent partnership to church grandparent partnership and i think yeah. that's really what birthed the legacy coalition is let's let's be more intentional about grandparenting talk to us about that well uh you
1: know i you're right i i think the light bulb came on for me about the importance of grandparenting probably 10 12 years ago it was it came on slowly, but mm-hmm. I began to realize that just as I had some learning to do when I was, an, um, when I was a young dad about how important my role was as a father mm-hmm. in passing on faith, there, there was a, some new learning that I needed to do as a grandfather and to understand that I also had a biblical role. And that biblical role is almost entirely overlooked by the local church. By that, I mean the biblical role of grandparents to be involved in passing on faith. Mm-hmm. And Ryan, think about this. I, you know, I, I, I know that um, children's workers in, in general always feel like they're up against a challenge to really deeply impact kids lives spiritually and they are because they don't have them for that much time uh, every week or every year and then in addition to that the parents aren't always doing what they need to do at home and Mm. and they they should but they but they're not and and uh and so we we live in a kind of a frustrating world in a lot of ways but there's a whole army of people that ought to also be engaged in the spiritual training of kids, and those are called grandparents. Yes. If if any individual child is in a, um, a biblical situation, one in which the family members follow Christ, think about that. That child has six adults devoted to mentoring them in the faith. Hmm. And, and I know you, you and Beth are in a position where you have, Parents on both sides that are believers, mm-hmm. and that's so cool. But when you think about your kids; you, each one of your kids has six adults that are devoted to them for all of childhood long. That's true. Pass on faith, and you know that's something that we can't provide in the local church. We can't provide those kind of ratios and numbers. Yeah. But we've got to. We have to um, enlist the grandparents to make that happen.
0: I remember Larry; you spoke at an event. Um, for me several years back and and you ask everybody you said all right who do you think these are pastors in the room who do you think um plays the most significant role spiritually in the life of a child and every hand went up parents 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 and then you said okay who do you think plays the number two role who comes in second place and everybody's hands went the church the church and you said no that's not right and it was eye-opening number two is grandparents you still believe that to be true? Oh yeah,
1: and 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 in fact, Ryan, uh, the only time where it's violated almost is when when parents are not number one, grandparents are number one. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, potentially they're always number two, but in reality, there are many times where grandparents are are actually more focused on the child's spiritual development than the parent is. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about how many, how many times over the years have you had grandparents bring kids to church?
0: Yep, a lot.
1: A lot, a lot. Why do they do that? Why, why would a grandparent bring a child to church? Well, number one, because the parents care less. Mm-hmm. Number two, because the grandparents care more. Now, maybe they have custody. Maybe the parents are out of the picture. But, mm-hmm. but beyond that situation, grandparents care deeply and maybe it's out of their own failures that they care so much, mm-hmm. but in any case, they are a potential for spiritual this, or spiritual mentorship that, that we just overlook.
0: So, Larry, what are a few things that, um, let's get super practical for a couple of minutes. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a children's pastor in, in Boise, or I'm a children's pastor in Carrollton, Georgia. What can I do to champion grandparents, to encourage them, to resource them? What do you, as you're talking to pastors and kids pastors, what, what are some practical things you tell them that they can do to really well, encourage grandparents to see the importance of what they're doing?
1: Yeah, the, the one of the first things is just kind of a habit change, um, a, a vocabulary change. change. Change your habits about how you talk. For mm-hmm. example, anytime you say, and you parents, say, and you parents and grandparents, always include grandparents in, in that, so that you are constantly recognizing that they have a role as well. So, so, so certainly that's, that's a part of it. Um, I would say to also it starts not with something practical you would do with the mindset that you're gonna have to be kingdom-minded about this because <clears throat> you, have, you have grandparents in your church, Ryan, whose yep. grandkids are in other states. And and you have kids in your church whose grandparents are in other states. And, and so it, it isn't all contained in a local church. So we have to be kingdom-minded. We have to be willing to engage grandparents to help grandkids somewhere else and 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 vice versa. So that's an important an important thing. And then um, in children's ministry, I I there are some in in most churches, there are some very, very practical physical limitations to getting grandparents to be involved in children's ministry. And I've been in so many churches where the children's wing is on one side of the church and all the 55 plus crowd come in or on the other side of the church Mm -hmm. and they never see each other. And, and until you can figure out how to solve the physical barrier, um, the children in your children's ministry are gonna uh, remain strangers to the grandparents in your church. Hmm. You have to find some ways to get them acquainted with each other. Um, the grandparents will be much more uh, wanting to be engaged if they m- know some faces rather than just just being strangers. Good point. Larry, Good point.
0: Is, there, is there very much training out there for, I mean, there's training to help parents you know, be spiritual influencers in the lives of their kids, is there much out there to help grandparents recognize this role and to get trained?
1: There's a lot more than there was four years ago.
0: Yes. You know, yes. When we, when
1: we started four years ago, Ryan, there was only one book that had been published by a publisher on the topic of Christian grandparenting, one really? DVD series that was out. I mean, this wow. is for the 30 million Christian grandparents in America. Wow. <clears throat> the, the last count that I had was 32 books published by
0: publishers.
1: So there has been an explosion, even though 32 isn't a lot, it's still an awful lot more than there was four years ago.
0: Well, and I believe God's used you and Diane and your ministry team to really be a catalyst in this area. Um, Larry's ministry is is the, goth, or not the Gospel Coalition, the Legacy Coalition. Um, the website, Larry, is is it the Legacy Coalition? No, just LegacyCoalition.com. Thank you, LegacyCoalition.com. Larry, if somebody goes there, what are they going to find? Well, they're going to find resources. They're going to
1: find stuff about events. We we try to equip grandparents to be better spiritual influencers through both resources and events. And um, we we are planning on the only national conference on Christian grandparenting coming up in March. Uh, it's going to be live and. Uh, in Alabama, but also live streamed to places all across the country so that people will be able to go and attend. And that would be one thing, you know, if you're involved in in children's ministry, you could just try to get a group of grandparents to pay attention and look at this and attend our conference. I promise you their lives will be changed because they've never been to a conference like this
0: before. That's a good point. And that is March 18th and 19th. pulled up your website march 18th and 19th the legacy Grandparenting summit um friends you need to go to take some time today um if you if you're not driving and you can multitask right now open a window on your computer go to legacycoalition.com a box will pop up once you're on there for a few seconds join the email list i'm on the email list i get all the legacy coalition emails i love reading them and there, you're going to find resources to help you and resources that you're going to want. You're going to want every grandparent in your church to know about what's going on with uh, Legacy Coalition. Um, so, Larry, Ryan, yes. Ryan
1: let, let me make a deal for everybody real quick. You started by talking about my first two books. So here's the deal. yep uh, If somebody will go to my website, as, as you just talked about, look at it for 10 minutes. Yep. Have a conversation with somebody in their church who is maybe more over uh, grandparent ministry, Mm. and then send me an email telling me about that conversation. Larry F. Larry F. at LegacyCoalition.com. I will send them a free book, one of the rock-solid books. I'll I'll send them one for free if if they will do those things. So go to the website, look it over, talk to somebody in your church, and send me an email.
0: Man, did you, all right, so y'all need to catch that. Um, spend spend a good 10 minutes on the website. Get acquainted with the Legacy or Legacy Coalition, LegacyCoalition.com. And then talk to someone in your church that plays a leadership role in this area. Um, have a conversation with your pastor about it. And email Larry, and he'll send you one of his books. Yep, that's Larry a Larry F at um, LegacyCoalition.com. Legacy, or uh, Larry, you're doing a great job. In our last two minutes, Larry, would you share a word of encouragement with the children's ministry community? Maybe someone that's watching or listening today that's discouraged or, um, you know, that they're down, or maybe someone just needs a shot in the arm. What, what, speak some words of life over this community in two minutes, please. Well, yesterday I
1: was looking again at the passage in Mark chapter 10, where Jesus blessed the children. And Ryan, I am always so encouraged by that passage, by the anger of Jesus. Remember that the anger oh, yeah. of Jesus yeah. the disciples, and and in in Jesus getting angry at the disciples and rebuking them for, uh, for for keeping the parents away. We see the heart of Jesus. Mm-hmm. God, uh, Jesus is revealing his values in his anger at his disciples, mm-hmm. and the disciples' error was somehow thinking that adult conversation was more important than ministering to children. That's what made Jesus so angry, was that wrong priority. And so we see that Jesus would put a priority on on ministering to children. And for all of you out there, uh, you may feel that way sometimes too. You may feel like other adult conversations in your church are always more important. You always are getting the last seed, or the next to last seed, or something else, and I just want to tell you that what you're doing is important. Amen. to We see it in that story, and if it's important to Jesus, Ryan, that's all we need. Amen. It's all we need.
0: That is all we it's
1: need. All need going. So hang in there. I, uh, You can know that your Savior really, really values the work that you're doing. Amen.
0: Lord, I thank you for Larry. Thank you for Diane. Thank you for the Legacy Coalition and every everything that they're doing, this amazing ministry that you have raised up, Lord, and the great team that you have surrounded Larry and Diane with. I pray that the best days for this ministry would be in the future, as a children's ministry community. Lord, help us champion grandparents and the role that they play in the lives of their kids. I pray that we would we would each spend some time looking. At the Legacy Coalition's website and how can we be a part what can we do what resources are there that that can benefit our church Lord I thank you for this ministry thank you for the gospel of Jesus Christ thank you for Larry and his friendship and for the love that he has in his heart for children's ministry and for children's ministry leaders I pray that you would bless him and his family and everything that he does in Christ's name we pray amen Larry thanks so much thanks friend it's always a blessing, um, especially man. You're you're bright eyed for 8 a.m. out in California. You must have had some coffee this morning. Well, I
1: actually I actually added another light because I thought the bags under my eyes were too big. So
0: <laughs> it, it's all good. It covered them up well. Friends, it's Larry Fowler, uh, Kidman Leaders. Thank you for tuning in to today's coffee chat. We will be back tomorrow at the same time. Hope that you can join us. Be blessed. Talk to you then.